0: Program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Welcome to the police, call all sides, attention all sides, broadcast 171, regarding of shooting at 1633 in New Hampshire. See the manager address for further information. That's all.
1: Rose and quit.
0: detective well how good is your memory it might interest you to know that the average calling all cars fans have heard a certain fact about Rio Grande class Japanese recruiting 30 and 50 times during the last three years I'm going to start the phrase and you see if you can receive it ahead of me if i read close ready there police cars fire engines Ambulances and other emergency equipment use real gun, flax, gasoline, wherever it is sold, than any other brand.
1: Did
0: you come pretty close? Now that you have the strongest clue in your search for the most perfect automobile performance, how long would it take you to get it? Or have you already gotten it? Can you logically, intelligently, truthfully compare any other claims made for gasoline to this true fact? Of police car performance, there is no other testing ground to compare with the 55 million miles driven by emergency equipment that exclusively uses the organic gas capacity. That's driving like you do, only harder. It's starting, stopping, slow, long miles of economical cruising, acceleration, shift up, speeding, roaring with sirens screaming. It's got everything, and you've already got the solution. Calling your car to your neighborhood real grand dealer to pick up that police car performance in your own car and remember, don't let it get away from it. We present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. He says, Good evening, friends. The story you were here tonight should have been an open and shut case. In fact, it started out that way, and the officers investigating it felt assured that they had the criminal in their hands. When suddenly one of those rare happenings occurred that brought their case crumbling down on their heads, made it necessary for them to start all over again. This alone would have been enough to discourage many people, but to the officers, trained in the police school of fairness, patience, efficiency, it was no more than a routine occurrence. What they did about it, and what their results were, you may hear for yourself in tonight's Calling All Cards. Oh. is the evening of August 30th, 1935. In a fashionable flat on the Street in Los Angeles, six people are seated at the dinner table. For the dead eaten, they linger over their after-dinner coffee before starting an evening round the bridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, George, you gone and done it again. Oh, There's nothing to do but
0: repeat what I've said so many times before. This is the best meal I've ever eaten. <laughs> I'm firmly totally convinced that the success of a meal depends a great deal on what served before. The food itself doesn't have everything to do with it. Oh, Well, then, will feel cocky carrot Why,
2: Lord, do you mean that you ply us with liquor and that shake that you just ate was really nothing but dog
1: food? <laughs> 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 this isn't going to be so funny. <laughs> but, oh, just, just, Jim. Jim. Is the sound?
0: The perish... In, In the confusion, the woman with the gun escaped and felt without waiting for the doctor who was called to arrive rushes to the Georgia Street Receiving Hospital himself. From there, the police receive an account of the shooting, and detectives Bain and Sheldon are sent immediately to investigate.
1: Now, uh, you people, sit down. We want to ask a few, few questions. Man. Now, which one of you is
0: George Dennis? All right. Well, you come with us while we look the place over. The rest of you stay
1: here.
0: This is the dining room, officer. He came in through that door over there. and him. We were all sitting at a table. Wait, wait a minute. What does she look like? He was tall, oh, I think. What do you mean you think he was tall? Don't you know? Well, we're all for shoot. I just got a glimpse of her. over by that door when she got? Yes, that's the door she came to. There's had it was no closet the door. Does that door made a, to the back door? Yes, it, it opens into a hall that runs to the back door. Uh, where's the kitchen? It's through that door over there. Was anyone in it at the time of the shooting? No, Cook left as soon as she heard the coffee. Sheldon, huh? you better look around and see if you can find anything interesting while I ask Mister Ennis a few more questions. See if you can find any stray slugs. I must be somewhere. that? Okay. Well, Ennis, you say you think this woman was tall. Is there anything else you notice about her? How was she
1: dressed?
0: Uh, it, it seems to me that she was wearing a red dress, and uh, I think she had a black hat on. Hey. You know, her voice sounded a lot like Shirley Neiler. Shirley Nealan, who's the grand. Oh, she's a girl with Walters used to go around with. Her. Oh, Walters used to go around with her. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, this is turning out all right. Did you know her very well? Pretty well. They turned to the chat together quite frequently. Not recently, though. Not quite a while. Did all she still sees it? No, I don't think so. At least I haven't seen her. No, I, I'm quite sure that they don't see one another anymore. They used to be together quite a lot, though. What does she look like? Well yeah. Tall, has got hair. He's quite good looking. He used to be a model. <laughs> Still is, I guess. Ah, tall and dark. You said the woman that Chad Walters was tall. Is she dark?
1: Why? I don't
0: know. I would even swear that she was tall. I will just got a glimpse of hey, her. Hey, uh, she was sure wild. She got plugs scattered all over the place. Looks like she's plenty nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like she wasn't so smart either. Stand, Mister Ennis. Do you remember what Walters did when she broke in? No, oh, I don't.
1: Uh, we were also
0: confused, and it happened so quickly, huh? But uh, it seems to me that she was looking at Jim all the time. It
1: Oh, so what?
0: But, but uh, She didn't even go with the rest of us. She was looking at Jim Walters all the time. She, he was sitting over there, and, and I was sitting by... like... <laughs> Over the seeming simplicity of the case Dane and Sheldon hurry back to headquarters And report their findings the Captain R.N. Davis Detective Tad Brown and the third officer Go to the hospital Where Walters, not fatally injured, is rested Their pride in what they thought Was such a rapid progress is short as however But after a few short seconds of the man who had been stopped Well, Mr. Walters it Didn't take us long to find out Who the woman was at the shop do Woman? Yeah, she was no friend of yours You know Shirley Nealon, don't you? Well, yes, I know her. Well, she's an engender, some sometimes has. Well, she's the one who's got you. Well, I'm not crazy. She didn't see me. Yes, and I don't know who did. You well, know, I can tell you this much. You're off on the wrong foot, too. Surely, Nita didn't have anything to do with it. Mulling over these developments, which have changed what seemed at first an open-cut case against England into a baffling example of diverse testimony, the of three officers returned to headquarters to map out a plan of procedure. Learn that a thirty-eight caliber slug from a Smith and Wesson gun has been removed from Walter's body. Proceed to his house on one hundred third Street. Well, yeah, the address. Let's, let's go. Come on, that driveway. Right. Come on. Yeah. Ford Coop. I'll take a look at that identification. Here, give me that flashlight. Well, well. well. Miss Sherry Miller. The address on 64th Street. Now, isn't that a coincidence? So, Jim, you go down the street and call for a couple of men to take this house out. Ron and I will look the place over now. If we are not do anything back, stick around. There'll be over this address on 64th. Okay. Oh, we passed the truck it down a couple of blocks. I'll go there. Come on. Let's have a look around back. This town will wake up all oh, night. I don't think they'd like us, anyway. Yeah. Hey. Suppose we forget about the fact and let Fido and his pals find something else together. Yeah. It's Davis and Brown limit their first to the house itself. Finding nothing of consequence, they remove the distributor from the car in the driveway and go to the address on the identification list. It is two in the morning when Davis and Brown arrive at Sterling Evans House on East 64th Street. It's a fine time in the morning to be waking people up. We'll probably get shot. Well, it can't be help. Come on, make your bed it hurts me almost as much as it hurts you, people. <laughs> Come on, open up. <laughs> open up
1: there. Who's
0: there? What do
1: you
0: want? Please, officer. They want to talk to you. Oh, all right, I'll be right down here, man. I wonder who he is. I don't know. Let's go find out, though. I just poked a meal a moment up here. So do I. Boy, I could do it with a little sleep. What do you got? What well, what do you want? You want to come in and ask you a few questions. Huh? Is that all right? Oh,
1: certainly. Come
0: right in. Okay. Oh, come, come in here and uh, sit down. Well, what's this all about? What do you want from me, anyway? Well, you just want to ask you a few questions. First, uh, do you know of Shirley Nealon? Shirley? by certainly I know her. She's my stepdaughter. Why? Does Miss Nealon live here? no. Well, she has an apartment near H. and Rampart. She was bit it, quite often, you know. Her uh, brother said she was here early last evening. Mm-hmm. She was here last night, eh? Huh? Uh, what her brother said. I didn't hear. Did you ever own a gun? Uh, yes. Of yes, I, I have one now. And I have a permit to carry it,
1: too.
0: Uh, I'll go get it if you want. Never mind that. Where do you usually keep your gun?
1: Well, uh,
0: under the mattress of my bed. Why, under the mattress? Well, I don't like to have it around where anyone might find it. Dangerous to have people fooling with a loaded revolver. Is the gun there now? Was mm-hmm. it a stick last night. Yeah. Took it out to see if the barrel was left. What yeah. kind of a gun is it? Mm-hmm. Excuse I don't like anything bigger. You know, the kick kind of threw what it. What kind of a gun is yeah. it? What company made it? Oh, uh, uh, it's a Smith & Wesson. I thought you meant what the caliber is. Do you mind if we look at your gun? No, no, I'll go get it. We'll go with you. Oh, yeah, well, uh, my room is just up to you, so it's alone. along. Say, what kind of a car does your stepdaughter drive? Uh, it's Fort Coop. Say, hey, why are you asking all these questions? I'd like to know what this thing's all about. You just answer to the question. Well, of course, I'll help the law as much as possible, but I'd like to know what it's all about. this your room? Yes. The gun's right under the corner of this mattress right here. That's what Well? Well, uh, it's gone. You sure you didn't know that all the time? Must be. Yeah, it was here last evening. It was right there. There was this brother of Neelan? Where is he? Well, he's in his room. Uh, I'll go get him if you want. Might be a good idea. And, uh, say, uh, don't forget to come back.
1: Huh? Oh,
0: no, no, sir. No, I'll be right back Here's the <laughs> This is a funny one. Yeah, it sure is. doesn't work out right at all. Funny that this Newland woman's stepfather should have a gun just like the one that was used on Walt. Yeah. And the gun's gone now. Well, Walt certainly knew whether she got him or not. He evidently was pretty well acquainted with her. Yeah. But it isn't right at all. First, take another look for that gun, will you? Okay, I'll take this mattress off. Take the rest of this bag. Uh, here goes. Maybe the brother can tell us something. hope so. Everybody else is talking. Incredible. Here's my son, officer. this. Now, it'll be a lot easier for everybody if you just answer our questions and don't talk otherwise. that's right, and I don't let either, so let's do what they say. Now, what did what you it? see your sister last? She was here at about 7.30. You know what she came after? I She didn't exactly come after anything. What do you mean? Well, she came in and asked to use the phone first. Yes. You know who she called? No. Did you talk to her after she made the call? No. She just came in and sat down, and then jumped up and said she just remembered something. She had to get in the other apartment. What other apartment? This one. Yes. What did she do? Well, I heard of her here, and she went out to a call, and she drove away. You didn't talk to her anymore. Yes. She about eleven. What did she say? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. She said to tell her mother that she was all right and that she wouldn't be home. That she was staying at her girlfriend's house. Yes. Just, just any uh, people have been yeah, about that, looking that. Uh, What did you so say? Any people have been about looking for her? Now, that isn't what you started to say. What exactly did she say? I believe my sister said, "Have any cars been out there after me?" Uh, After more questioning, that they can gain no further information, the two officers leave the house on 54th Street. Return again to headquarters, where they find welcome news. The men guarding Walters home have taken into custody a woman in red. Tired as they are, they speed at once to the house. Find the woman seated comfortably on a chair, smoking, surrounded by officers. The wall clock reads just 4 a.m. That's all, boys. Come, I'll ask Lady a few questions.
1: Thank you.
0: Now, uh, maybe you can tell us just what you were doing in Mr. Walters' house.
1: I'm Mrs.
3: Walters.
0: What? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, will you? Aren't you Shirley Nealon? Yes, that is my professional name. And yet they say your name is Mrs. Walters. Mr. Walters and I were married in uh, Did you know that Walters was shot tonight? Yes. How did you know? I told Mr.
3: and of the apartment. He told me. It's not serious,
0: is it? Yes. Yeah. Where do you live? You'll be in court to testify against you.
3: Testify against me? Yes. I didn't have anything to do with it. Tell us just what you did yesterday. Well, I I kept until around noon. Then I went downtown to the desert. The work had been done, I went to the theater. I wanted to kill some time. You see, I had a dinner engagement with Mr. Waters. After the theater, I called
0: him. Did Mr. Waters meet you for dinner?
3: No, he didn't.
0: Did you go to your stepfather's on 64th Street after you called him? No. Well, didn't you go there and take your stepfather's gun?
3: Gun? I didn't even know he had a gun. Yes,
0: your stepfather has a thirty-eight caliber Smith & Wesson pistol. And that's the same kind of a gun that was used to shoot Waters. Well, I didn't know
3: he had a gun. I didn't have anything to do with the rest of it. I wasn't even there when Mr. Waters was shot. Where were you? I was here. After I called Mr. Waters from downtown, I came here and waited for him. He didn't come, and I telephoned several people. I called Mr. Ennis's and asked if he
0: was
3: there. What did he say? He said that Mr. Walters wasn't there. He said he expected him for dinner.
0: Had Walters asked you to come to dinner?
3: No. Maybe he didn't know that I was in town. You see, I'd been away for some time.
0: Yeah? He knew you were back.
3: Well, then I didn't know why he didn't ask me.
0: How long well, did you stay here
3: at the house? I've been here ever since. I called Mr. Ennis again a little after nine. That's when I found out about the shooting. You weren't here
0: when I first came to the house? No. But the car was here. It reached didn't run. The radiator was still warm. Where were you then? Oh, I was in uh,
3: the backyard. In the backyard?
0: What are you doing in the backyard? Uh, you
3: weren't hiding from anyone by any chance, were you? Yes, sir. as a matter of fact, I was. After I found out about Mr. Waters being shot, I uh, went out of the house and started to back my car out of the driveway. And uh, then I, I saw a car drive up, and I, I thought it was the police, and they think I had something to do with it. So I. I ran out into the backyard. Well, where were you
0: in the backyard?
3: I was hiding in the corner behind we, we the dog. How long did you consider that? Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe a half an hour. By that time, there were more officers around. Oh. Finally, yeah, I decided that I didn't have anything to be afraid of. So I walked in the back door. And that's when the police found me. Oh.
0: Repeated questioning brings no results. Davidson Brown finally takes the woman to the central homicide office. Turn her over to Captain Gay Wallace, whose expert questioning still fails to change her story. Realizing that they must have more physical evidence, the men wait for the sun to arrive, then go once more to Walter's house to search the ground. Beginning at the rear of the premises, they comb the backyard, find nothing. Well, up the backyard off, of this. Yeah. Come on. Let's take a look at the back porch and then go through the house again. Take that sir, and I'll take this. Look everywhere. Right. Hey, what? look at it this.
1: What
0: is it? A thirty-eight caliber smith and Oh, that's just what we want. What did you find? In a laundry bag, which oh, makes it all pretty simple. She put it in there last night just before she we went in the house, after hiding in the yard. They are jubilant over finding the gun. The men are conscious of the fact that, however conclusive the evidence may seem to them, to a jury it might carry but little weight without further corroborative facts. They decide to carry their search father. They go to Ennis' flat. Find nothing around the building, but across the street, find a woman who gives them some interesting details.
2: I had a guest last night. She came over for dinner and then we played bridge afterwards. She knew my husband and my daughter were staying with us. Then, at about 11.30, she said that she thought that she had gone to home, so I told her to the door. I turned on the light and we stood on the porch talking all for about five or ten minutes. And then I went over to look at a plant that I had sitting on the buildings. And in the distance of the car, I the pit, I saw a woman talking. Then I saw a woman talking. Then I asked for food, and soon I had the passenger to get into a car. Then I told my husband when he came out he get out, out of that car and ran down the street and get into an elevator and get him off. Do you know what kind of a car it was that she drove away in? Well, yeah,
0: I couldn't be sure, but well,
2: it was a small car, though. Mm-hmm. It was a pit. Mm, a small goop, eh? Mm-hmm. Could it have been a
0: Ford?
2: Yes, it, it could have been. As a matter I thought not was a Ford. It was awfully strange. I didn't take a drink all night. I think the officer if I had not been the type of man to so lie on, things might have been very different. Sure, I think this horse of dogs had left him
0: that. From another woman who lives out of the Vienna Flats, they got more information. Well, I'll be
2: with Joe. And if I was coming up the north, Rock right there. Called me from the side of the house. She wanted me to call Mr. Ennis. I didn't see why she wanted me to call him. I didn't think she'd wanted him. She could go and call me as well. So I told her that Mr. Ennis had gone to bed. She asked me if I was sure, and I told her yes. I didn't know, of course. Well, just then a car came up to Mr. Ennis's place, and a lot of policemen got out. Then the woman ran into the backyard.
0: These additional facts, Davis and Brown, not entirely satisfied with Walter's story of the shooting, and hoping that these developments will induce him to his original version of the New York tragedy, go again to the Georgia Street proceeding. Hospital. Well, hello there. Hey, yeah, how are you getting along? Hello, Walter. You know, we found a few things that sound important. And we think that maybe you'll change your mind about Shirley Neal and that you've heard. Of. Oh, no, you're all wrong about that. She didn't do it. We found her at your house early this morning. That's what I saw it started with. Well, she says she didn't do it, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. But Walter, we found the gun on your back porch. Yeah. The gun? Oh, how do you know it was the same gun? The thirty-eight caliber Smith and West. That's the kind of a gun that was used oh, on you. No, no, you're all wrong. Oh, see, so I have a gun like that, but the one you found must have been mine. What is it doing in a laundry bag on the back porch? <laughs> laundry bag? Yeah, that's where we found it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that it was in my car, and I didn't want to take it away in the house, see? So I, I just put it in the laundry bag. Oh, that's funny. Miss uh, Nealon's stepfather had a gun just like that, too. Only when he went to get it, it was gone. Well, that doesn't mean anything. No, that doesn't mean anything. Only it's funny, because this Nealon woman of yours was seen at her stepfather's between the time he saw the gun at 6 o'clock and the time he looked for it about 2 this morning. Oh, so she... that doesn't prove that she did it. Now, look. I know Shirley better than you do, and I say that she didn't do it.
1: I don't know who did it.
0: <laughs> Acting like the accused instead of a potential murder victim under the questioning, Walter claims suddenly to his original contention. However, the testimony of the neighbors, her own dubious account of her movement, the gun and the Ford car, is enough evidence to bring Shirley Nealon to trial. On October 18, 1935, she appears before Superior Judge Vickers in a hectic trial, where Walter, on the side of the state, gives testimony obviously in favor of the defendant. But the jury, after 40 minutes of deliberation, announces a verdict of guilty as charged in the information. On November 1st, Judge Vickers sentences Shirley Neeland. Shirley Neeland. You've been found guilty as charged. Therefore, I sentence you from one 20 years
1: back to prison. <laughs> but the last chapter
0: has not been written in the strange drama when Sterling Hewitt is taken to prison. For two months later, Jim Waters finds himself facing Judge Agler. Not in the role of witness this time, but his dependent. Lessons in Father uh, of the amazement of the court. with the reason behind your testimony. However, there is a law that says a person found to be guilty of false evidence shall be liable to a charge of perjury. Sir Nealon has been found guilty of the charges against her, which can mean only one thing, that you, Jim Water, has, for some strange, distorted sense of civility, perished yourself in this court. Therefore, I sentence you to serve the term provided by law for such an offense, namely, from one to ten years in San Quentin Penitentiary. <laughs> That this strange man, who chose to lie under oath rather than testify against his paramour, found out too late the fact that the law cannot be trifled with. By perjuring himself as he did, Jim Waters, and although it is too late for him to learn the lesson from it, perhaps you who are listening will realize more fully the fact that the laws of the country were made to protect you. When you violate them. You are going out of your way to ask for just one thing, trouble. That's your Chief Davis. Tonight, we salute Coconino County, Arizona, the second largest county in the United States, 18,623 square miles in area. And the gasoline used in her set of cars must give police car the box. So, Coconino County becomes the latest addition to the ever-growing list of cities and counties specifying Rio Grande gasoline exclusively. Now, you can get exactly the same gasoline as your nearest independent Rio Grande dealer. Quiet it tomorrow. Your independent Rio Grande dealer also has a particularly newsy issue of calling all cars news for you this week. Something for every member of the family. Pictures, movie and radio gossip galore. Get your copy tomorrow. And don't forget to ask next time for thin motor oil. Sinclair Pennsylvania and thin the thoroughly de-waxed, de motor oils that you can use all year round without changing grades. See your real Grand dealer Tomorrow. Please call all cars, attention all cars, champagne drive death one hundred and seventy-one regarding the shooting. Suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. So who is good? Your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, bidding you a good night
1: for the Rio Grande Oil Company.